Welcome to My Leap of Faith podcast. I'm going to take you on my journey from living a life that felt completely inauthentic and unfulfilling to discovering myself through the help of healers, crystals, psychedelics, and learning to trust my own intuition. I'm continuing to let go and leap every day in search of what I'm really here to do, and I want to bring you along for the ride. What happens when you start to realize that it's all energy is that you really become quiet and curious about all of the relationships that you have in your life and it makes you kind of see past the the bullshit that you were maybe internalizing in the past you know now isn't yours so that can affect really all of your relationships but um most i guess immediately is your your partner's relationship and yours so um after learning that there were like energetic crosses between Richard and I and I was pulling in his feelings about things um, and I learned how to protect myself like I said with crystals and baths and and just being aware of uh, she told me that if you're home and and everything feels good like your energy is happy and and healthy and you feel like there's nothing bringing you down and then all of a sudden if he comes in the door and your energy drops or changes you'll know right then that it's him it's his it's not yours so I started just paying attention to this and and I could really see like not see visually but feel um that it happened almost every day every day was I I would pick up on his energy and Literally, it felt like this mood, whatever the mood was, fully engulfed me. Um, but now, knowing what to look for, I knew that it wasn't me. So what happened is I, like, if a he came home and was in a mood, I would, like, take the dogs for a walk. And that's the advice that she gave was that just disengage from it, like, separate yourself from it until he has time to like chill out um from his day at work and then you know and is in a place that he can can talk about it or what have you um but don't take it on and internalize it because you will amplify it so yeah that 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 actually happened and um in doing that, it kind of changes the pattern that we were in, right? So like all of a sudden now he is, I think, noticing that I've, I'm different and I'm not engaging the, the same pattern of, let's say, arguments or annoyances that we had with each other. And I think that in the beginning, it, bought, it, it struck him in a negative way, right? Because if, if your partner is changing and you really don't know maybe how or why, although I was telling him the things I was doing or learning, um, he, he would, he's, I'm, I think he was still at that time confused maybe. And, and what happens when the person that you love is changing and you don't understand it, I think as you kind of lash out at it because 
you don't want change. Even if even if the status quo isn't great, it's what you know. And the next few weeks of our relationship were, were, were rocky. And uh, things, you know, got to a point too that I didn't think we would get through them. Because once you see past the illusion of the mind, and the mind plays like so many tricks um, on you. And I'm just going to give an example of like, let's say if he came home in a bad mood um, from work, well, automatically my energy would change to to whatever his was. And then I would start the story in my mind about how I'm not appreciated and how I've, you know, been at home, I did all the laundry, I cleaned the house, and then I made dinner and I and I don't feel appreciated. And and why do I keep doing this to myself? And all of this is happening in as an internal dialogue inside of my mind. And none of it's real, right? Like it's all, um, I mean, it is, it's all energy. But yet what happens is when you pull in that energy, your mind then runs with it down a rabbit hole. And you're having like a full on story in your mind that literally doesn't even exist in the, in the physical plane. But that energy that you're now tied into is also amplifying his energy. And it's like, it's so crazy because they play off of each other. And, um, it's like, once you pull back the curtain and you see like, okay, I'm going to watch that mind and I'm going to see like, if it really does it, I mean, it does it probably, in one minute, it will do it like probably a uh, hundred different ways uh, all the time. And it's like you have to learn to be an observer of, of those stories and those rabbit holes and not let him kind of trick you to go down them each time. So the first kind of practice for me was with Richard and, and disengaging from our normal patterns. And that, like I said, caused problems between us. Um, and like there were just little arguments that would happen, but the difference was I knew now I'm not playing the game anymore. And I, I saw it for what it was. And it, it seems like it was so clear, like you, you can't deny it's almost like once you see behind the curtain of, let's say the wizard of Oz, you can't you can't go back. So um, there, there were conversations between us and I, I felt like, you know, you have to, the things that you're picking up and wanting to argue about are things that we've argued about for years. And I, I know that they're just going into circles and this, these circles mean that they're not evolving either of us. The difference is I'm choosing not to engage them anymore. So if you want to keep having these conversations, um, I don't see how we can stay together because I'm changing. I don't know. I don't, I mean, at that point I had no idea what that even meant, but I knew I couldn't stay in the old patterns anymore. Um, so the, I would say like the next like month or so, you know, we had, it was hard because if you, at that point, I think we were together seven years and if you're used to your partner being a certain way and then now they're pulling out of kind of your um, unconscious agreement of how your relationship works, I could see why he was probably scared and and also like wanting to push me back into the status quo of even if, again, like I said, we weren't happy in the status quo was what worked, right? 
Um, so, um, if, if that's where you are and I, and I felt that way, so, um, like absolute, there wasn't a way to go backwards to how we had been for me, you know, and I, and I, and I love Richard very much, but I, it was like all of a sudden I could see I needed to love myself more, you know, and how, if I didn't love myself more, how would I, what kind of partner would I be to him? And I, I guess that whole self-love part that I learned from Pontea really, well, I mean, obviously it really struck a chord because when you can't look at yourself in the mirror and say, I love you, there's, there's something that makes you wake up, right? And um, when I realized I needed to put myself first in our relationship, uh, yeah, I couldn't go back to just being the only the nurturer and taking on things that weren't right for me, for us, for the relationship, and acting like everything was fine. Because in the past, I just kept, I would keep that dialogue in my mind. And most of the time, I never would even say anything to him because I just would have like this bitterness, you know, filtering through. And I'm sure that affected the way he perceived me too, because how could he, how could it not? But I, um, I, I was so, I don't know how you would say, I was like so dead inside. I, I couldn't bring voice to even being annoyed with him back then. But okay, so then now I'm awake and I'm seeing like, okay, like this, this is really not a healthy relationship. If I'm taking and I'm, I'm pulling his energy or I don't, it's not even conscious. So I hope I'm not pulling it. I'm just feeling it. And then I'm running with it in my own mind and creating my own stories. And then the fights that we would have, I, I remember feeling like the things that he thought I had said, I didn't say. But in his mind, too, he was creating a story that fit what his mind wanted to create, right? And, and vice versa. I think in all f arguments or fights that we do that because you what you hear is not always what the person is saying or intending to say, but you have like old wounds that come up and kind of run with it. And it triggers some some deep thing inside of you that you probably don't even know you have. And therefore, you can't, in his case, he wouldn't even understand his reaction to some of the fights that we had. Like the next day, he would be like, I don't even know where that came from. Well, now I know that it what happens is it just triggers something that was unresolved long ago. And, and therefore, instead of dealing with the problem that you have in front of you, you're pulling, uh, you know, the past hurts and kind of projecting it onto the situation. And I, I, yeah, I will, I felt like I woke up and I felt like I can't be with somebody that doesn't want to wake up with me. And, and there, you know, I had asked him, uh, like uh, prior to this, I had asked him to try couples therapy and that he, we did try it actually. No, we did try it. Um, and it didn't go so well. Um, and I think that's a whole nother story is like, finding the right therapist like individually or for a couple is such a challenge. And, you know, I would say probably most of the time you're not going to find the right person on the first go, but 
that's usually the one that's the most important. And so if it's a bad experience, you both just give up and move on. Like, no, this wasn't for us. And because we had tried it in the past and it didn't work out, I knew it wasn't likely that that was going to happen again. Um, Pontea had helped, had recommended someone for me to, to tell him about, um, who it was one of her mentors and I had given him the, the contact information and he, I mean, he wasn't ready obviously to work on himself at that point. So he just, you know, didn't reach out to him for a while and it, it just had, it just kept kind of getting worse and worse. And I think finally one night, um, we had, had a, again, it was a stupid argument and I just said, like, I can't do it anymore. I, I, I feel like I'm moving forward and, and you're not, and I'm outgrowing you in this way. And I, I don't see how I can keep going like this. And then I remember him telling me, one thing that he remembers when we first met was, and the reason that he felt like he was drawn to me from the first time, I guess, like our first date or something is that he felt like I was um, someone that was like introspective and always trying to better myself. And that was like the thing that he really uh, felt drawn to. And, and in that, I mean, that was the first time he ever told me that. And I thought like, wow, that, then that means that there is a, you know, a chance that maybe he will see that there are things and like, they're called shadows, right? Like they're called things that we, we, our partners mirror to us. And of course we don't see it as a mirror because we see it as the partner's problem, but really they're mirrors so that you can see them and work on them. And, And you learn the most about yourself in relationship versus out of a relationship. But the problem is that when these problems come up, you think the last thing I want to do is be in a relationship because why do you want to be hearing all these negative things about yourself? Um, And I remember one therapist when I lived in New York told me like, if you want to work on yourself in relationship is the best and most intensive therapy that you'll ever get because it's like a constant mirror of who you really are. Um, So one day he told me he made an appointment with this, um, this therapist who, who ends up that he's also a healer, not just a therapist. And I, I have to say that one appointment with this person, it changed him. And I think, you know, he, he continues to work on himself and he continues to go and, and work with this person. But even just after one appointment, it was like, a light went on in him and he started becoming interested in other in developing himself uh not just spiritually but like how to deal with emotions how to express emotions all of it uh just start he started realizing that there were there's a whole nother side of life than just going to work and getting caught up in that drama and then bringing it home and then you know going to bed and living the whole thing the next day and it made me see like wow he has the capability to grow with me and honestly since then 
I don't think we've, I don't think we've had many, I don't know if any fights since then. Um, because now I think we both see that when there is an annoyance or, uh, where he loses patience with me, or I actually, I don't really lose patience with him, but when he loses patience with me, I think he sees now that it's his, his thing to work on and not my, that I need to change or I need to, you know, be different. Um, and I think it's rare to find somebody that is at the same time that you're searching to, to grow and to find out who you are in a deeper way, that they also are open to it. He, you know, was probably really like searching in in outside ways for a while, um, but not internally. And and I think me like kind of jump starting it on myself. It it woke him up to say like, yeah, I, this is something that I want to explore too. And I think it's rare that you are able to do that together. And. And it's a beautiful thing because um, it's made our relationship so much stronger and, like, I feel, like, more respectful. Like, when I am going through something, I feel like he's the first person that I can go to to get, like, sound advice on now. And, and I trust his advice because I know now that it's not coming from his, like, surface ego and how his ego would respond to the situation, but more like a deeper soul. And he'll tell me like, I think this is what, where I see the challenge that you have and what you can work on and how you can handle this differently. And, um, the, I'm just going to give an example of the, the time that he helped me in this. Um, I had gotten in an argument with argument with my mom and I was so angry at her. Um, and, I like almost like my response to what she I felt like what she did that was negative was so extreme from me like it hurt me so deeply and the the issue wasn't that big of a deal but so we talked about it and and he was like your response or the way you're feeling is obviously triggering something so much deeper than this um because I don't think this was that big of a deal and um and it was true. Like what it brought up was I felt like she had abandoned me in this particular situation. It was that we were supposed to meet at a, uh, over Christmas, it was, we were supposed to meet at this, um, ship that we have here in, in San Diego. Uh, and it was, we had people visiting from out of town and she was going to meet us there like as a tourist thing. And so I had gotten tickets online and she had canceled at the last minute. And the reason that she gave was that she, uh, she didn't know that her fiance had invited people over for dinner that night and she needed to stay home and get prepared for that. But what I felt was she had um, chosen a relationship over something that she had already agreed to do with me. And she knew that, it was Richard's family that was visiting and I, I, Richard was working that day. So I felt a little bit of pressure to like entertain them. And I had told her that. So I felt like she agreed to go because she knew I was a little bit stressed about the situation. And, um, and then I felt abandoned. I felt like she didn't care about me 
you know, Richard's been in her life for so many years and she didn't care about his family. And I had just like spun it into something so deeply uh, painful. And, and um, like through talking it through with Richard that night, he was like, your mom doesn't owe, you know, spending time with my family to me. It's not, I would never expect her to do that. And I said, but I felt like she did. Like, I felt like she, she agreed to do this and then pulled out at the last second. But like the more we talked about it, it was like this, I, I wanted her to choose me. You know, I wanted her to be there for me when, and what I felt is that she chose a relationship with her partner over me. And, and even though it was a last minute, let's say dinner party that he had scheduled, she chose it over what she had already agreed to do with me. So clearly it was a probably a deep seated childhood issue that I had with her probably growing up with, um, we had a stepfather growing up. So, um, I'm sure that it probably just triggered something so deep that really pushed that button. And I, I, I mean, I, I wish I could say I handled it right from the beginning, but I didn't. I texted her and I was like, you know, I, why did you do this? And I, and I escalated it. And then she, she got mad, more mad at me and it, it wasn't a good situation. And then finally, when I saw it for what it really was, I, I did apologize, but it's the, and that's, oh, I mean, even when you're working on yourself, like these things just come up out of nowhere. And so that those are the shadows, right? Those are the things that when a, a present moment thing triggers such a response in you that just hurts you so deeply or makes you so angry, that's the stuff that we're supposed to like acknowledge and, and work on it, not just shove it back down and not talk about it. So now Richard's become a partner that I can like go to for sound advice. And like, he knows me, you know, he knows that when I'm overreacting and he knows like when I mean, cause we all need this when I need to be put in check. And I, I feel like if we weren't on the same journey to have a deeper understanding of why we're here, I don't think that he would have been helpful in that, you know? And, and then I look at just in general people and the arguments people have and the, the different relationships we all have. It's like, if you let, the moment of whatever upsets you live there and then you know you react to it and then they react to it and it just like it puts like such a distance between us and it's all based on like past wounds that you just never dealt with so um yeah I I I, I appreciate him so much and uh, Anyways, <laughs> so yeah, Richard and I are in a much better place now. And I feel like um, I'm just so happy that he was open to moving forward as well. And I, and I always say, like, I have no idea where this is going to go. But I feel like every day that we both choose to grow in, in kind of in discovering deeper the reasons behind who we are then I feel like there it's a 
it's hope, you know, it's hope for the future. It's hope for our lives together. And it's just, it becomes a much deeper relationship. <sighs> okay. So the other thing I want to talk about is this is the third episode. And I, when I was planning to do this podcast, I did not tell my family. And, um, after I released this the first episode um I have a relative that did not respond well to to it and um it triggered something in them that really made them question like uh you know are you suicidal are you depressed like why would you ever put this out in the public um you're you know you're never gonna get a, a corporate job again and people are going to judge you and have you really thought about what you're doing here and I was I well I wasn't I don't know I wasn't expecting that response but regardless I felt like strong in who I am to say yes I have thought about it and I am okay with whatever comes of it because what can be bad by being vulnerable you know like how can that be a negative thing and as far as a corporate job, I don't care anymore. I don't care what what people or how people judge me because honestly, like I've lived my whole life based on how people want me to be, you know? Like if if I don't care anymore, it's because I have gotten to the absolute end of my rope with trying to conform to someone else's idea of what is right or wrong for me. And it has got, you know, it has obviously pushed me so far to the edge that I don't care anymore. And I, I believe like there are a lot of people that feel the same way. And it's like, if you, if, if there are people that pull away from me in my life, I'm okay with that because I can't continue the lie of being this, like, uh, I don't know, socially acceptable person, um, that has a corporate job. And does all the right things, you know, I, it's not me anymore. And, um, I, I realized that this person would not be the type of audience that would probably click to download this type of podcast anyway, but he listened to it because it was me that was putting it out there. And, um, I appreciate the, that he did listen to it, but at the same time, you know, this is, it's like, it was a reminder because look, I think we all are judged if you're different than what's considered normal and right. And, um, being, putting yourself out there and being vulnerable, it scares people, you know, it makes, it makes them feel like a weakness or he, he interpreted me sharing myself as a weakness. And I told him, you know, I think that the times right now, it isn't working the way things are. So by me being vulnerable, I don't think that's a bad thing. I feel like there must be other people out there too that 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 either need to hear that I'm being vulnerable or they need to be vulnerable too and know that it's ex- acceptable and that it can be acceptable. And um, I just wanted to say like, I understand it's not everybody's cup of tea and I understand that... <sighs> there's going to be judgment and I'm okay with that because, you know, like I've been avoiding the judgment my whole life 
and um, I don't care anymore. I, I just really feel like it, we can't be here authentically be here if we're not true to who we are. And um, that means showing like all the ugly side, like every part of you that is scared to come to like put it out there because I mean, all of, I'm scared of all of this, but I'm still putting it out there because I have nothing to hide. And I, it's like almost like a therapy and approving to myself that I'm willing to go to that distance because I can't go the other direction. And it's like, the more open you become, the more you want to open. Be away from the thing, God, it won't stop till I let it, let it in.